Welcome to Three Things Podcast, a podcast about journeys and the things we hold in our hands. For us, it's a good book, a favorite drink. Christine and I will be having conversations with friends, both old and new, asking them to share their faith journeys, and of course, what do they hold in their hands? So join us on this journey where we hope you will find some inspiration. If you like what you hear, please let us know and be sure to share this podcast with a friend. Because ultimately, we are all on a journey, and sometimes the best thing we can hold in our hand is the hand of a friend. Hello, everyone. This is Jason. Hi, and this is Christina. And this is Three Things Podcast. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. We've got a good one today. We do. We have an excellent podcast today. Um, Hey, Christina. Oh, yes. My husband. We were having fun conversations today. We're do we do we talk about this on the show on our upcoming vacation? I don't, oh, do you think people will get mad at us? Well, I don't going, know why they get mad, but we're, we're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii. We're very excited. Yeah, so we and, were having fun conversations. Yes, today. And so I I, I will just share that when we were fifteen and dating, I made this beautiful little book that was all about our love. Jason and I's love. And in there, mm-hmm. I put some magazine articles from Hawaii because it was the vacation page. And I thought, one day we will go to Hawaii. Another page was the Poconos, which I don't know if I ever really want to go to, but Hawaii. And we are going for the first time in my life and yours. I know. Yes. Right. So, you know, I'm excited about that. Today, I kind of got excited. We've, we're, we're going with some friends. We're doing a little text conversation conversation back mm-hmm. to get we're, and we're sending little facts and things about hawaii whoop there's the dog walking by okay. about Kauai. we're gonna go to Kauai. Kauai. so we learned how many people live there and all kinds of things so i don't know i just i today it was like uh we're about a month away from going and it just kind of felt real today mm-hmm. so that was pretty mm-hmm. cool you yes. know i've heard there's a lot of chickens on that island I don't know if it's that island or Maui, but I've heard chickens is a thing there. You are the <gasps> second person to tell me this. I am going to chickens. No, what I've heard is they're they're vicious chickens. Oh. Like they're not like they're, they're like chickens that are they're pick your eyes out wild chickens. chickens. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Okay. Well, I won't try to grab one. Then. <laughs> not that I'd be good at it anyway. Right. But that's not right. why we're here to talk tonight. No. We're but not I just here. was excited because that's what we're talking about yes. today. We mm-hmm. kind of dawned on me. Mm-hmm. Can we get prepping. to go. So uh, you we, even bought four swimming suit oh, trunks, this is put them fa- in a Walmart bag, and said you're ready to go. Yep, yep. And this is yeah, that's exactly what I did. And snapped a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Said I'm packed. I got four four swimming suits and a couple t-shirts, and I'm good. Yep. And I I'll bring my. Please don't forget the sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, yes, no no kidding. I'm really worried there. I'm worried right, about learning the hard way and and ruining my vacation. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah. So I'm trying to make sure that I get tanned enough here that it's not that important <laughs> that I get sun there. So oh, I'm I'm going pasty white. <laughs> You're going to burn your. Chest. I know. I'm bringing fifty. I'm bringing fifty sunscreen. I ain't going to go under a light bulb without it. But anyway, but that's again not what we're here to talk about. Yeah, we have a. Great guest. In fact, um, and I, I, we stopped saying this because people are teasing us, but I just want you to know, Jerry, you were on our list. Yes, you were on our list. When we um, you sat down. Well, you are on our list. list. But now we can There's take you off the list. There's a list and your list. name is on it. Yeah, we can take you off the list now because it's done. But um, 
Jerry Elizondo is here tonight um, in our uh, 1970s basement. <laughs> and uh, Jerry, welcome to the yes, Three Things welcome. Podcast. Thank you. And that's a very generous, and I'm like, the fact that you guys even asked me to be on your podcast, I was like, what? Love it. <laughs> you know, I, at the core, I have, these podcasts are fun. Yeah, They're sorry. fun to do. I don't know why. Well, but. remember when we would do the um, returning Catholics or adults for Catholics and stuff oh, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You and I would like, okay, Jason, this is what I thought about this episode. This is what I thought oh, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that was so much fun. And I absolutely loved it. So so we're glad you have you on. So please introduce yourself to uh, our listeners. Well, thank you for listening. And <laughs> thank you for, for bringing me on. Deacon and, and Christina, and uh, my name is Sherry Elizondo. I am 31, live in Idaho Falls, grew up in Shelley, went to Boise State, and had an awesome time in in college. And you know, Kellamore was there during my tenure. If you oh, will. that's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was the coolest thing ever. Like, what college experiences, just amazing. Uh, even orientation, I was like the 2008 Olympics, and everybody's around at the TV. Anyway, sidetrack. No, no, no. Loved it. It was just like, just one of those awesome memories. Um, after I graduated, I met my boss. She had told me to, she's like, hey, I got a job in Idaho Falls. I was like, cool. Coming back, came back, loved it. And it was pretty rocky, like I would say like a couple years ago where it's just like, I wasn't sure what I was doing. Kind of a little bit work depressed and then. Or you kind of get into like that same rut. It's like, okay, mm. on Mondays we do this, on Tuesdays we yes. do that, yeah, and right, right, right. not to say anything bad about the company by any means, but I I would say it landed like a, a dream job for me and started working for the lab, and I've absolutely grown and learned a lot, and that's one of my passions is there's learning a lot. So very yeah. cool, lifelong cool. learner. Huh? Yeah, I Adolf Falls is great. Well, <clears throat> cool. So it, you grew up in Shelley. Yeah. And you grew you up. went to high school there or no? K through 12. Holy moly. Yeah. So there's like a handful of us that are K through 12s. And um, I bet you When you say stories. handful, you mean handful of Catholics or just a handful, handful. of students in general? Oh. Um, a handful of students. So I was the outlier for many varieties like race and religion. And um, I never regretted by any means. It's just like maybe I just didn't know any better, but whatever it was. I loved growing, going to Shelley, and it was, yeah, like I said, K through 12, and um, it was, I loved it there, and then I had an epiphany in my college, or high school years, and that really changed my life, to be quite honest, so I would say that changed my trajectory, if you will, um, long term. All right, we're going to come back to that. <laughs> yeah, please do. I want to hear about this epiphany. Yes. I do, yes, too, yes, but yes. first I want to say, if you are out there and you don't know Shelly, Idaho, their mascot is a russet. A potato. <laughs> You're but a potato. Russet is a very specific potato. <laughs> okay. All right. It's I won't tease you too hard. Fun fact. Just a regular potato. Fun fact. There's not another russet in this country to this date. I don't believe there's another russet in this country. Russet. Mascot. Mascot. Oh, mascot. I don't think so. No, hey. I think you guys are the only but Christina, you don't, that do basketball and football. You, well, you don't have a lot of room to criticize mascots. Well, no, we our went mascots. To, uh, we went to a high school called. We went to a high school called Buffalo High School. You know, it was Buffalo, Wyoming. Tonka? 
know. right? Yeah, Tatanka. <laughs> you Tatanka. Don't, Tatanka, right. Yeah. And do you want to know what our mascot was? Oh. A bison. So we were the most redundant, redundant. Redundant. Tatanka, yeah. Tatanka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were buffalo bison. We were the most redundant. But anyway, but, so. Um, I just want to say a bison can smush a potato. Just saying. Okay. Not the Sorry, mighty Jerry. russets, but whatever. <laughs> Not the mighty. If it's a mighty russet. It's a mighty russet. It will ride the bison into the exactly. sunset. It has you a crown and everything. Isn't that funny? We still, we still tease about those high school I love things. It. Very so proud. before we ask Jerry the first and most, well, not the most important question, but the first question. Christina, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, oh my gosh. I am drinking. I'm really excited uh, today because um, I had a friend give me a bottle of this. Uh, this it's called Flybird um, Paloma Grapefruit Paloma. It's like in a bottle of wine, and it's agave <coughs> wine. As it, I guess you can make wine out of those prickly little plants. And um, Paloma. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't they make tequila out of God? I, like, I yeah. squinted eyed a little yeah. bit on that. I was yeah, like, no, they do. No, but to make it wine, you know, I was like, mm. I wonder what they do to it yeah. that's different. Well, a Paloma was my summer drink of choice last year, where I drank uh, grapefruit juice and tequila. Okay, over yeah. and over. Awesome. Yeah. And so my friend brought this, and she's like, "Hey, Paloma in a bottle. It's already pre-mixed. Yay! It's not tequila. It's uh, it's this um." Agave wine, so I'm having that on ice today. Right on. And I'm drinking in my special glass that has Christ the King Church on it. Oh, nice! Cheers! Nice. Cheers! Well, cheers to you. I'm drinking a Spencer Margarita. I think I talked about this on our last episode. This is my summer drink. Yeah. So you haven't. My deviated. buddy Spencer told me how to make this. It's cheap. It, the, well, I mean the tequila. You know, you, like the te- tall guy Spencer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we took. He had us over, and he's like, "You want a margarita? This is, you know, this special thing, and right. and uh, it's so simple. And I've been drinking it all all summer so far, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm getting my vitamin C. Yes, so I'm with lime been, juice. I've been or fi- lime aid. Yes, <laughs> I'm fighting off scurvy. Good. Anything Good. helps, man. Anything right. helps. Right. Right. You don't want to get scurvy. <laughs> I'm totally uh, scurvy free exactly. right now. Exactly. So, Jerry, what are you drinking? Uh, what was I? What was I drinking before I got here, or what am I drinking now? <laughs> I just want to be Maybe clear. Or let's, both. Let's go okay. both. Okay. Oh, great. I love. Yeah. Okay. So, I had a couple Moscow Mules. Don't judge me, but I love Moscow Mules. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now why would I judge you on that? I don't know, but it's because I was like, Jerry, you're pre-fixed before you came into this. Yeah. Oh. No, pre-game. <laughs> Pre-buzz, Jerry, pre-game, pre-game, or whatever. Pre-game. Yeah. Jerry, I'm. Uh, this is number three. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's okay. It's nighttime. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm on, but um, I love Moscow Mills. They're, they're great for the summer, and these are like authentic, you know, copper cups, yes. and they're not like the, the have, you know, the lining and what have oh, you. Yeah. Okay. So I did stop at, at Marcellor's, got you guys some, some yes. wine and six Thanks. pack, yes, you know? Yes, yes, yes. I love this Rubius beer. It's just, I just find it so great for the summer. It's, it's not sweet. It's just I find it tart, and it has like a good chunk of alcohol. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> alcohol. It's just like it gives you a good buzz, you know, and then be like, oh my gosh. But um, what's the name of it? Rubius. Rubius. Yeah. So it has like raspberry um, oh. preservatives in it. So it's not sweet, but it's I like I say it's tart. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I'm. I think there's that's there's something fruity in there that's right good for. 
Raspberry. Yeah, the pyramid or, of the whatever. Right, sure. Yeah. There's got to be something <laughs> oh, yes. in there with the made it redeemable. Some wheat, probably. Exactly. Yeah. So again, we've got an, another guest that, you know, we I, I I'm finding fascinating and and I know the rest of you out there listening are like, "Yes, Jason, we all know this, but I love how people's drink choices change based on the weather. It's one of, I, I just think that's one of those cool it's little thing. fascinating mm-hmm. things, right? Because um, I'm sure at some point, you know, Spencer's margaritas have got to go away and then I got to go back to well, my winter drink. So I got to tell you that um, my youngest, uh, I don't even know where he was or who he was with, but he <coughs> had a mead where, oh. wherever he was. He had a mead and we came back from. Oh, we were in Boise. Came back from Boise, and he told me, "Hey, I tried a mead. This is really great." I'm like, "Well, did you drink it warm? Did you? Because yeah. you know, I'm thinking it's a warm drink. It's what I drink when we sit by the fire outside in the winter. Have some mead with some spices in it." And he's like, "Oh, you do that? No, I just drank it cold, right? At, you know." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, he really liked the honey mead, which is totally a Viking, right? He's very much a Viking. So, give him." A bowl of gruel and some mead, and he'll be happy. And a sword and a hammer. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I was saying yeah, that. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I thought I'm it was. Sure, I'm we, sure he's going to be glad he's it, on the he show. He doesn't listen to the podcast because <laughs> we're old people. <laughs> my kids don't listen. It's okay. Doesn't hurt my feelings. So, Jerry, you're drinking. Really and... quick, am I the youngest person on your podcast thus far? Um, I'll share my age. I'm 31. Yeah, you already did. You're 31. I think you might be. Well, congratulations. Yeah. You okay? Are the youngest. like, now you can tell your kids or what have you. Yeah. I can. I can say we had a young people here. (laughs) Yeah, not just the oldies. No, no, no. They're great. They're great. They're great. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. Jerry, I just realized you're. About the same age as our oldest child. So I guess for now we can say And you're very close to the age of, and I won't say her name on the podcast, but she grew up in Shelley and went to school in Shelley. And she's about your age. And she is my stylist. She does my hair. And you know, she's been I've in the arty your play. episodes, but now I'm drawing a blank now. No, well, I, I've never said her name. Okay. I'll tell you later. That's fine. But, that's fine. Oh, but, that's right. You might know her. Yeah, yeah. you might. You guys might be like a year or two apart. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I can hit mute and then you can tell her. Hit mute. Okay, hold on. She's awesome. You know her. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, she's like one of those people, like, after I graduated, it's like, man, I hope I keep in touch with her. She is awesome. Yes. And I see her every now and then. We're not terribly close by any means, but I mean, like, whenever we see each other, we're always like, hey. hey. And it's like, yeah. Remember this. Oh, she's she's awesome. I love she's her. Fun. She also has a podcast. She told me that last time I saw her. Yes. And I listened to that podcast a lot. Hey. So. What's the name of it? It is called book. Mothball Prophecies. Okay. It's yeah. about yeah. collections. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Collections like lamps and stuffed ducks. <laughs> Okay, great, great. Yeah. We're having we need we're gonna have a little therapy on our podcast today because I came home. We came home. Can I just tell my stuffed duck story? Yeah. So mm-hmm. okay. I assume Christina right. gets a stuffed duck on an auction. A stuffed duck, a duck taxidermy full oh, size yes. duck. I'm full so happy duck. her name is Ethel. I love it. I love. It. I thought that was a boy's so, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I go to the place to get it right, and there's all these dudes. Dudes are walking out with the. Uh, 
with lazy boy chairs and furniture and tools and all these manly things. And I go up and the lady goes, what are you here for? I go, the duck. <laughs> so, and they didn't even put it in a box for me. I had to carry it out so we no, could see I was carrying out the I was duck. A little, it was so. precariously situated. I was worried about no, the No, it made it. But anyway. So, yeah, I don't know how we got on that. I think it's just a little resentment. I know, because I've always wanted a taxidermy bird in my house, and Jason's always said no. But, Until the but I got one now. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great, great, great. But this, the, I don't know how this is going to segue in the next question, except for, Jerry, I know you're an avid podcast consumer. In fact, what was the word you used? Oh, a professional podcaster. <laughs> so self-certified <laughs> you are a professional podcaster consumer yes right. i love it do you like so what are your favorite shows okay i mean um i listen to a news one i'm not going to share the news one because i don't want anybody to yeah you know right they're going to decide yeah, what yeah. Well, that's, that's right true. is that right, okay sadly just want to say yeah We've reached a really bad spot in our society. Yeah, and it's like, um, oh, because you've listened to this, that means X or yes, Y, whatever exactly. the case is. And it's just exactly. like, look, I just need something to educate me, to like dumb it down for me. And I think that's one of our societal issues is like we're not very educated, sadly. Right. Right. Um, Except through Facebook. <laughs> that's sad, but true. Yes. Uh, listen to a couple of um you know crime podcasts like who doesn't listen to crime podcasts and one of them one of my favorites is a criminal i think her name is um phoebe judge and she just like that's like oh this is phoebe judge and i cannot (laughs) do the way that she does it but she's asked people to do it she's like hey and this is phoebe judge and i was like (laughs) and and it's like i feel like people are like bullying her but she's invited people to do like no i want you to do you know so it's just like her podcasts are great they're not like depressing and like this person killed that or whatever it's just like some of her podcasts are just like what i did not see that coming and um very just they're not depressing you know Mm -hmm. like sure people just dying constantly right. by me you know <laughs> right. or like and, yes. yeah um a couple other podcasts like i love simon sinek he's like a you know like you know if if you say like oh you would never bully yours or you would never say the things to you say to a three-year-old to yourself it's like why would you do that to yourself like why would you self-bully yourself and i was just like that's a good point yeah oh. you know what i mean just kind of like yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not fit and I'm not this, I'm not smart, I'm not pretty enough, whatever. And it's just like, would you say that to a three year old? And it's like, no. And it's like, well, why are you doing that to yourself? And so it's like, that's what we do. Exactly. And I was like, that's a good point, sir. Good one. So, um, I'll try to, I've listened to like other podcasts that are like what my brother's, my brother will listen to. And, um, a lot of like, you know, dude podcast if you will you know and uh but i always say like those three or i'll try to listen to some religious ones but um it's just hard to keep up it's like oh my gosh have you heard like this podcast Mm -hmm. it's like um we're on day 189 i was like i'm on day three oh you're doing uh, father mics yeah Yeah. and it's just like hold up you know so that's the great thing about podcasts though you can start on day three and you will not like love that you know what i mean you you can just catch up later it could take you into next year i did that with katie kirk's podcast and then they took like a break and then i just i couldn't get into it after work you know and 
Um, and then where I work now, it's just like, I'm just constantly in front of the computer reading or what have you that I'm just like, I can't listen to all these podcasts right. anymore right. like I used to, <laughs> which might be a good thing. Who knows, right. you know? Right. right. I'm still right. getting my news out. Yeah. So. Right. Right. So uh, speaking of outside of work, are, are you a reader? Do you like to read? You know, I love to read. Oh, I just yes. don't read enough. So I remember listening to a couple of your other previous uh, people that have been on this podcast. They're like, oh, yeah, I've read this. I read yeah. this. I, I read three different books at the same time. Yes. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, listen, lady. Um, it took me, hey, would it take me three months to get through Jill's recommend? I mean, it's, yeah. the book and is that very, big. It's, very, it's, right. So yes. don't, and, don't, um, don't feel bad about that. I mean, I read articles, you know, and that's not, that's cheating almost. But no, um, I really like the most recent book that I read is um, My Place Among Men, and the author is Chris Milgate. She's oh, local, yeah, yeah, Idol yeah, Falls. Yeah, yeah. She just yes. came out with uh, My Place Among Fish. I haven't read that yet. Right. Um, you know, she's battling through some medical issues, and right. she's just like a force to be reckoned with. Do, and do you know her personally? Have you, you know, met her? Um, my the book club that I'm in. That was the book we're reading, My Place Among Men. Mm-hmm. And she came and she like did a little quiz with all of us gals there and oh, that's uh, cool. like who was I farting with? What's like not necessarily that I was like, I don't want to hang out with girls that fart. So something like that. I was just like <laughs> I, I had not gone to that part yet, but that sounds really interesting, you know? Um But I mean like she's just like uh, I love the title, like My Place Among Men and it's just environmental and and her place in Idaho, you know, um, agriculture and environment. And she's just like an advocate. And like I said, she's just, she's local. Like she mm-hmm. lives here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been here for a long time. Okay. She used to be on Channel 8, maybe. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She does some PBS stuff and what have you. But yeah. yeah. No, that's cool, cool lady. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll read like some like articles. But I mean, to be honest, I, with my job, I just, I read a lot of, not cool stuff yeah. <laughs> or fun stuff. I mean, I'm reading a lot of cool stuff at work, but I'm just like, it's like, yo. So yeah. you kind of going back to that podcast and going and even talking about our book. I mean, it sounds like one of the things that you know you you you're looking for that motivation, that inspiration. Yeah. You know, not just an entertainment per se. There's, I mean, obviously, maybe your criminal podcast um, might be more entertainment, but. You kind of, it seems like to me you're seeking out sort of like that, you know, little nuggets, the little, little things. Absolutely. I, I would say the, the more entertainment, entertainment one is criminal and she does it tastefully where, like I said, it's not, I listen to Nancy Grace <laughs> and that would like depress me. Yeah. Like I'd be sad. Nancy be Grace like, is a different yeah, woman. I mean, you're absolutely right. But I mean, like just the story she would talk on her podcast, I was like. I don't know if I can listen to this anymore. Yeah. Like, and like, don't get me wrong. She's putting it out there and trying to solve cases, what have you. But um, criminal is just this is what happened. I love history, so it's like this is what happened x amount of years ago. Or sometimes it's like, you know, they talk about it a story and well, okay, I have to tell you, like one two of my favorite stories on that comp that podcast was like. This guy lived in somewhere in L.A. or something like that, and pretty crime-ridden area in L.A. And it's like, yeah, no, no surprise. And I mean, to like people like steal his wallet or 
you know, break a window or steal something off, like a bike off his property. He's like, yeah, that's just the dues you pay and living oh. in this area. Hmm. And he, but the thing that just did not sit well with him was like, there's trash sitting in his yard or in front of his house or whatever the case is. And he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to gonna put a Buddha in front of my house. And so like, just put a what? A Buddha, you know, like, oh, a Buddha. Buddha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they just put a boot in front of his house, and he's just like, I'm just going to see what happens there. And, like, you know, people notice, like, you know, start picking trash around it, and all of a sudden there's, like, a hut around this Buddha and bringing it food. And, and like, oh, after wow. a year. Yeah, and it's just like, so this is, like, what cool is cool about this podcast. And it's like, um, you know, he called the sheriff's office, and it's just like, hey, what's the crime rate in this area? It's like, Oh, yeah, it's gone down like 90%. <laughs> it was like because of this Buddha that we bought at Home Depot, you know? And people were like knocking on us or thank you for putting this Buddha out here. Oh, and I was like, they like turned it into a shrine. And I don't understand the their philosophy on it. But sure. I mean, like, I, I just like, this is the coolest podcast that's, I've ever okay, listened so, to. Yeah, that's yeah. not the crime I was thinking that right, it would be about. Right, that's, right. That sounds interesting. Right. I'll have to check that out. Okay. Huh. All right, there's some depressing ones, don't get me wrong, but right. yeah, that yeah. one was just like, how fun. Yeah. Well, you know. Making the difference. Yeah, making and the difference. And he's not even a religious person. He's like, I just didn't want trash in front of my house, and right. so I just, boom, Buddha. You can Google it. It's like, like I said, it's a, it's a shrine now. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, up. I will have to, we'll the Buddha shrine. Okay, <clears throat> you brought up another thing, and I'm going to jump so technically, this is a three thing, right? Because yeah. we, right, you give us a story of your faith. But I'm going to ask you a specific question because I know you personally and I know yeah. your history. You do pilgrimages. I do. <laughs> can we talk about those a little bit? And Please, can we count yeah. that as kind of your faith? Because yes, that is one of the things, Jerry, that I just, I don't know, admire or appreciate is the right word. It's just. Or maybe even envy. Maybe I've got a little yeah. sin going on there, but I I don't because it's it's not a jealous thing. It's just like you have you've been in our you've been to knock. Our Lady been to knock. Yeah, I have been to Our Lady of Knock. So can yeah share with us? Do you mind? Is this too, I no, just dawned on me? You said this shrine, and then I'm go. Wait a minute. This is you. You do yeah. these things. So the first pilgrimage I've been to was 2015. When uh, Pope Francis went to like New York, D.C. and Philadelphia, and I was at ICYC, and one of my friends I haven't seen for a while, like couple, maybe a year or less, whatever the case is, but she's like, "Jerry, there, there's a pilgrimage. We're going to Philadelphia, and we're gonna go to see the Pope." And I was just like, "Well, how much is it?" And it was like super like cheap, and like <laughs> flight included. I was like, "Yeah, I'm in." You know what I mean? And <laughs> so I, wait a minute, how old are you? I'm 31. So at the time, I was yeah, okay. So, so this is time. March. I was 24. Okay. I signed up for it. Uh, by the time I went to <clears throat> uh, to the pilgrimage, I was 25, and I it was like one of those things where it's like you know I was pretty heartbroken. I had a little, my I had a little breakup, if you will. Yeah. Before you went. Before I went, it was like heartbreaking. It was just I started my MBA during that year. Um, uh, I want to say I lost a cousin that was very very close to me, and that oh. was very challenging. And it's just one of those things that's just like life is short. Life mm-hmm. is terribly short. I think it like my fam or my cousin passed away, and her friend 
flew up and it's like jerry i'm going to disneyland and do you want to come with me and i was just like yeah like i just signed up for and got my flight and i was like going to disneyland in like may or something and <laughs> and i was just like whoa i'd never done that before but um oh, wow. yeah it's just and so um anyway the pope he he came i did the whole thing and one of the, the coolest amazing experiences i could ever imagine and that's not seeing the pope is great so i'll touch on that in a second but i mean I just got to know people like in our diocese Mm -hmm. that I've never even met. And so I'm like, I'm traveling by myself, which I do that often. That's Mm -hmm. nothing new, but it's like, oh, there's, you know, people are drinking Bailey's on the Delta flight and they're like, oh, they're either gonna be with me, whatever. (laughs) They're drinking Bailey's in the, like, we're in the same room, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and so, yeah, we congregate at the same place and Philadelphia, like, I knew it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I just met some amazing, amazing people from our diocese, which is part of a what a pilgrimage is. I feel like, yeah. And yes, it's not, it's not doing it by yourself. The pilgrimage is pil- being with other pilgrims. With other pilgrims, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I didn't go with my husband or a husband or a boyfriend or a friend or what have you. I'm like, it originally ended started like that, but I mean, she had to cancel and you know whatever and. And one of the coolest things to I remember is like our the parish and I can't remember the name of the parish, but they're like they're the welcoming parish or they're like the one hosting us. They had this big sign that said "Welcome, uh, people of like Boise diocese," oh. and I was just like, was so this, welcoming. Was this in Philadelphia? Then? It was well, Philadelphia or, or a suburb of Philadelphia. Okay, okay. And so I'm waiting there, and you know, people are like getting to their meeting their host families because we're staying in other people's homes which oh yeah i didn't yeah. really understand that but i was like okay that makes sense why this yeah. is so cheap which uh-huh. is totally fine totally fine and um they reached out to me and i was like hey i do you need anything i was like oh, i don't need anything i'm just it's just me and um if anything i just need wi-fi because i was still i was just starting my mba oh, so yes. I'm like i just need a little bit of wi-fi just might need to do a couple of assignments and um other than that i i do you have yingling or? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that's a thing there. So she's like, oh, yeah, we got you covered. And so the mom and the daughters are just like, they're, we're, we're still friends today. Oh, and she's like, Jerry, the second I saw you, I knew you were one of my people that you were staying oh. at my house. And it just felt so special. And like I said, that parish is just so, was just so welcoming. And I absolutely loved it. And um, I mean, that was like a huge highlight, right? Right. Uh, met other people from our diocese, like I said, and just, you know, you, you almost, I don't want to say you become cliquish, but you just, there's just so many of us that it's like people come with their families or their spouse or whatever the case is. It's just like, there's a group of us. It was like a guy and a son and me and uh, Veronica Childer. She's also, uh, a, she works at the diocese. Mm-hmm. So it's like the four of us kind of like did stuff together. And yeah. even Veronica and I, you know, we went to the Philly cheesesteak thing and the Liberty Bell and all that kind of stuff. We have to, right? You're yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Exactly. You're watching the stuff on, on TV and like Pope's going here and there and speaking to the, you know, to the politicians. You're just like, it just blew my mind. And then on Saturday, which is like the family, the festival, you uh-huh. know, 
Jackie Bank goes there. These other comedians are there, like Catholic and stuff like that. It was just the coolest thing ever. We're like, we're at a prime spot at the fence. Like, let's just stand here for like the next 10 hours. (laughs) (laughs) And we did. And you did. And we did. Did you you, uh, take turns going to the booth? We're like, nobody's drinking water. (laughs) Oh. We have food, snacks, and the packs, and what have you. And. You know, if some of us go, we'll go and, you know, whatever the case is. But there's people like behind us and it's like, do you need to get in, you know, or whatever. You know, we were like nice. So it's like, okay, we saw the the Pope's coming, the whole like parade. Okay, so. Yeah. All right. I got to get some details. Yeah, yeah, please. Stop me. So you're standing there at the gate or at the fence. Yeah. So this is Franklin Boulevard. Franklin Boulevard. uh, is Is it Boulevard? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I. Once Perfect. you get east of the Mississippi, I'm not yeah. even sure there's a country over there, other than Florida. Oh, stop, Jay. But, but we, okay, we so don't know Philadelphia. You're up so on the fence. You look down the street. He's coming down. And and when you say he's coming down, he's coming down walking. He's coming down in oh, his no. Pope mobile. He's, right, and he's got guy. all his dudes around <laughs> him, right? Yeah, he's, even though I he's he doesn't like <laughs> his <laughs> Pope mobile. But yes, yes. Yeah, and of course he's going to be in it. Yeah, like the whole, like, I have a video of this. Like, he's coming down with all these policemen and everything. Like, there's like snipers on buildings. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just like, it makes me a little bit nervous. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, before I left, I asked, I think Father Javier was in town. I was like, Father, can you be a blessing? I was like, I'm about to go to this huge event. I've never been to an event this big. You mm-hmm. know, I was like, can you give me a, I was so nervous about it. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. He's coming down Franklin Parkway, I think. Okay. Okay, so he's coming down the whole uh, motorcade. He's coming with the police and whatever, and I'm just like, and it's you know evening time. So yeah. the guy's been visiting people the, all day long. Not the guy, but I mean like Pope's been visiting <laughs> the prisoners and right. the students at right. you know. And I was like, you know, I think he's had a busy day. <laughs> so you kind of like cruise him down. I'm like, that was really quick, uh, but I was just like, wow. He was like from here to like. I don't know, 10 feet beyond your TV here. Like, yeah. he was just like, and the thing is, is like, he was smiling. He was just smiling. Mm-hmm. And I just have that image in my, burned in my brain that's just like, even though I, he didn't like touch my hand or whatever, it's just like, I saw him. You and were there. I was there. And, yeah. and just like, I was just like, oh my goodness, that was just amazing. And the part where we were at, it's like, he goes up and he comes around. So we were able to see him again as he like comes <gasps> back, through. Th- th- back through and, and uh, I just thought he was, uh, like, I would say 2015 was just amazing. And then and the guy and, the, like, the the son, the dad and the son uh, were like, okay, this is awesome, you know? And they're like, all right, let's go to a bar and have a drink. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? and, and then, like, we'll let the crowd, like, fizzle down if you all just like the Freedom Parade of fireworks that we do here. And right. and so we did. And, and then I... To me, it's like one of the big miracles is like we found our bus after that whole thing. It's just like, and everybody's here. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow. Okay, let's go home, you know? And and then the next day, it was Sunday, and we did, you know, mass. And and it was just. Wait, did you do mass with the Pope? Yes. So there's this, the ladies are there. She has this like angelic voice. And you can still watch it on, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it was, she was just like singing and. And like it was just, they had it so organized that like 
you saw these people like with yellow umbrellas, you know, with the mm-hmm. Vatican umbrellas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like this, they just come down Franklin Parkway Boulevard, whatever it is. They, they're coming down and it's just like one of the coolest things. Like, so they're holding the umbrella for a priest or, an, you know, somebody to, you know, for to give out the Eucharist. Eucharist a Eucharistic a, minister. Yeah. Priest, deacon, or or a extraordinary minister yes. of the Eucharist. Comes, they coming just were so organized about it. And I was just like, I was just amazed how well that went through uh, and then uh the lady that was hosting us i i feel like this is like also like another one in a million she's just like jerry i was like karen like what's up i was like we're standing over here if you want to hang out with us and and we did and i was just like just blew my mind uh, and so then at, at that mass 2015 they announced where the next world meetings of family is. And so, okay, this next one is going to be in 2018. Like they do it every three years. And it's going to be in, in Dublin. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the the people are, they're around with, they're like, well, see you in three years. Uh-huh. And so the funny thing is, so the dad that was there with us, he was there in 2018 in Dublin. I had the opportunity oh, to go wow. to Dublin and... Um, that one was very particular just because one of my dear, dear friends, her, her son just passed away months before that. And he was like nine days older than me type of a thing. And I was like, man, life is just truly short, you know? And I just like, I just got to go. Like, I just had like, I just got to go. And it was very expensive. And, um, I just like, I, I had a feeling it was going to be people older than me like i knew i was gonna be the youngest one there which is totally <laughs> fine but um which could be fun right could yeah be. i was like look i i just want to go see and do and mm-hmm. i don't want right. to be hung over every single night <laughs> <laughs> is that you know like i just don't i was just like mm-hmm. when i travel i don't really like to drink in general but anyway um i went and Bishop Peter went with us, and in that time, because we're in a different country, I'm just I'm assuming he just like stayed with us. Where like 2015, I think he had meetings and meeting with other bishops and what have you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, and because he's a guest in in Ireland, whereas before he might have been part of part of yeah American group. Exactly. So that was just a blessing like he was just like and i was able to chat with him about my struggles or what have you and um he was just wonderful and and he gave me luck just i want to say tips but i mean like he just gave me really good conversation he just listened and he's like yeah i've been there and and my dad this and and i shared with him about my issues with my dad or whatever you know and he was just, just really great in listening. And um, I saw him like a few months after our, our Ireland trip. He's like, Jerry, I've been thinking about you. I was like, I've been thinking about you too, Bishop. And and so whenever he, whenever he comes out of Falls, I always try to make a point to see him. Or yeah. except for this last one, I didn't realize when confirmation was. I kind of messed that one up. But <laughs> whoops, you got there. No, I didn't. Not for confirmation. Oh, I came not there for. for RCA. Yeah, RCA, yeah. but not. Bishop Peters, I just, I think he's, he's just cool. And, um. So this is, so let's go jump back, right? Yeah. Because you talked about, 
uh, in high school in Shelley, you had this epiphany where something changed for you. And then now you have these other experiences, right? You go on whims, right? On these, like, hey, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do this. And you have these other very powerful experiences that you kind of... So what happened in Shelly, Idaho around the age of 18, 17, 16? 17, yeah. I was was in the younger part of my grade. So... This might be a shocker to you, but like in Shelley, there's a lot, the predominant, you know, religious Mormon right. or LDS. Right. Um, I have a lot of great friends that are LDS. I have some family that are members of that religion and I love them to pieces sure. and I love my friends to pieces. But, and, um, you know, it's a small town. I'm so looking back, I'm just grateful that I had that experience that I had because, I never got involved in anything that I shouldn't have gotten involved in. Sure. It, regardless of maybe the religion difference, it was a positive culture, right? Yeah. And so even they some of the... They accepted me. They sure. said, come by me, you know, and... And, and it, you didn't have a lot of negative influences because your peers, regardless of their faith, were positive individuals. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, there was a point in my life that I I really considered becoming a More. member of their faith. Right. Um, I was really young, so I... So I would say, like, when I first considered, I was, like, probably my freshman through junior year, um, where I really kind of started studying their philosophy. And I was, like, I saw a couple of movies. I can't remember the names of them. And and I have friends. Like, most of my friends were just Mormon. And mm-hmm. um, they were just nice to me and I learned a lot I asked questions and at that time my family was not terribly religious in our faith but we just did the we go to church on Sunday mm-hmm. you know and that's mm-hmm. just like what our my mom did it's just like you know we all hated it maybe some of the guys wouldn't, wouldn't go and that's just the way it is if you will in our culture it's just like but I went to church because my mom told me I went you know anyway um and so I, yeah, I just, I like my friends were very religious and they invited me to mutual or right. whatever, how sure. you pronounce it. And <laughs> I had a good time and it was great and wonderful. And I just, you know, I asked questions like, well, who's your bishop? And it's like, it's so-and-so. I was like, well, did he study to become a bishop? <laughs> you know, like I'm seriously like an eighth grade or ninth grade at this point. I was just like. How did they become bishops? And they kind of like laughed at me like the adults did. And it's just like, well, I think our bishop went to school for like ever. <laughs> yeah. I think. I've never met our bishop when I, when I was like that yeah, age, sure, you know. Right. So but I you had no idea. That, you had yeah. a title. Yeah. You knew the title demanded respect. Mm-hmm. And you knew it wasn't a, uh, it was an earned title to a certain degree, right? I was like, the bishop like works where now? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, and a lot of time, a lot of my friends spent or invested time in me and they're like educating me and all this kind of stuff. And I appreciated that. And then I would say, okay, so my closest friends graduated in 2007. I graduated 2008. So this had to been 2006, 2007, that spring break. Um, I remember going to church with the LDS faith because I think one of my friends was on a mission and 
they invited people to do give their testimony and sure. I actually went up there to give my testimony. Oh, right oh wow. I know. I don't <laughs> think I've ever shared that with a lot of people who come to think of it. Um, so this was more, it, this at this stage, it got more than a curiosity. You were sort yeah, of. Yeah, I was like 16. You were like engaging. a solid 16 year old. Yeah, right. yeah, I was pretty like, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I just remembered like uh, one of my family members he's a member of their faith and i just said like can you be here for a second i want to you be here when i tell my mom like i think i want to do this you know and it's like the phone rang and then we wait and my mom would get on the phone and be like okay like 15 minutes later <laughs> which is a short phone call for my mom but, but anyway for, <laughs> yeah. but for 16 year old 15 minutes is a lifetime yeah okay, i was right? just like and then like somebody knocked on the door or like there's just like all these weird interruptions that just like lasted forever right and it got to the point where like this isn't happening today so you know my cousin left and what have you and and then that was it it was just like okay so that was like you know fall time 20, 2006 um let's fast forward to christmas break so 2006 2007 you know we're right, 10 right. days yeah. off whatever right i'm hanging out with my cousins and like i was at my cousin's house i'm having a great time with my parents there my aunt and uncle are there cousins are there kids are there and for some whatever re- weird reason it's just like even my cousin that is a member of the faith is there. Um, it, like, it didn't matter to me. Like, it was just something just, like, snap. And I feel like that's what epiphany is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, like, I just, I just, like, it's like I woke up and it's, like, this, I, I'm not going to become oh my goodness. a member. Yeah, it was just the weirdest Weird, thing. random weird out of the blue epiphany yes yeah, it's <laughs> like christmas eve christmas day i can't remember the exact date if you will but i i remember like talking to my mom like the next day i was just like something just weird happened and it's just like i don't and so i remember going back to school now it's 2007 because of the new year right? right and i'm talking to my friends and so my friends are uh, bless you and it's like my friends are you know lds and these gals are just solid, solid, solid people. They're just like, they're like, in high school, I went by Yeti. Oh, my goodness. So, Your name? Jerry, Geraldine, yeah, Yeti, yeah, Geraldine, Yeti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. So they're like, Yeti, you seem different. I was just like, I am. I feel like I've totally changed. And they're like, well, is this for the good or for the bad? And I was just like... For me, it's for the good, but for you, it might be bad. <laughs> but they get it. You know, they're just like... Because okay. they were your friends first. They are right. my friends, absolutely. Right. And so, like, you know, we went to college and all that kind of jazz, and they went there, went here, whatever the case is. A couple years later, we are like, I'm like 20 at this time, and I'm, you know, very much in Boise and all that kind of stuff. And, and I remember I went to go visit them in Salt Lake City, and I just said, I would like to go to church at the cathedral in Salt Lake City. Yeah. I think St. Madeline. Yep. Um, and yes. uh, you guys are totally invited. And they came with me. And oh, it's like, wow. And I, and I explained to them, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just absolutely wonderful people. And they're like, there's a couple of times where I kneel and, you know, stand. And it's like, you don't need to do that. You can do as I do if you mm-hmm. wish. But I mean, like this is why and whatever the case is and i was just like cool and i just i just 
I just love those ladies. Like, so, and we still keep in touch. Yeah. Oh, that's so, nice. so I, that's I, I good. you have this epiphany. Yeah. You're 16, 17 years old, right in your junior year before your senior year. Yes. Did did church or going to mass change for you? Absolutely. So yeah. okay. okay, wow. Thank you for asking that. No. no. Uh, <laughs> well, I remembered. I was like, okay, at this point, I'm like, I need to become like educated. <laughs> I know more about the the LDS faith yes, than I do about my exactly. own. Exactly. And so I think this is at the time too where my parents just finished the Curcio. Oh yeah. And so now they're like really they're on, they're on fire. And, yeah. Which Curcio does that? Yeah. Oh, no, no, it does. It absolutely does. And it was just like I'm, I'm super happy for them that they did it. And anyway, so um, I started trying to go like to youth group in Idaho Falls, and you know youth groups at least in like Spanish communities it kind of goes like up and down yeah sometimes it's just like awesome and it's great and it's big and it's whatever and then all now it's like like five people show up and then it's Mm -hmm. and then you know it just Mm -hmm. goes up and down which is fine it Mm -hmm. happens i think with everything um so i went to boise and at this time my oldest brother bart he's in boise he's helping with the young adult group there and so he invited me when I moved to Boise. So I'm like 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I. Now, the the adult group on campus? No. no. So this is at the cathedral. Okay, at the cathedral. So I would say like my home parish in Boise, if you will. Is St. John's. Is St. John's. Yeah. Um, Bart invited me. I had a good time with people. We did the retreats. I helped with the retreats. It was great and wonderful. And then. Um, I just felt super arrogant. Like, I knew everything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like a walking saint almost. <laughs> oh, right on. So you went from this conversion moment, yes. had this epiphany moment, now you're invested, and yes. now the pride kicks in. The pride this, this kicks in. This is awesome. Very this is similar great. to uh, most people. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> but yeah. Especially And with so faith. then, so mind you, like, Okay, so I did not, shockingly, did not go through confirmation in my high school years like the normal age group does here in Idaho Falls. And in hindsight, I'm kind of grateful for that because it's like I appreciated my confirmation way more. I th- So I was like 20, okay. like 19 turning 20. Oh, of course, because you didn't confirm in high school because exactly. you were kind of on this yeah. path where you were investigating. Right. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like I... I, uh, so then the cathedral, so we're like, you know, they're prepping people to become like, um, confirmed. And I was like the oldest, oldest one there and whatever the case is, but it's just like, um, Larissa had the, you know, Larissa Horn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I never met her until this retreat where just like a confirmation retreat and, and, I would say that that confirmation retreat was like life changing. Like, you know, I see this wire in front of me that's wrapped around this pole and it's just like, okay, it's wrapped around the pole, but that's just like, that's just like me holding on to God. But then like God's like has this full hands around me. He's like, okay, I got you and I'm not letting you go now. You know what I mean? Like I can't. So there's another conversion moment, another conversion moment. So Mm -hmm. at this point it's like, I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing, and it. I, I would say, like, even my family is like, 
you've changed. It's like, you're right, I, I have. And I said, it's not for the bad. I think I'm learning something new, and it's great, and it's wonderful. And and it's like, like I always say, the rest is history, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And that was sealed. That I was mean, sealed. Like, it was You were done, right? I was done. And so, and, and so that faith journey for you has been now just a continuation of trying to keep. What does that mean to have God? Like, I loved your example, right? That um, we're trying to hold on to God, but for you, it was all that realization that in reality, he has got me entirely mm-hmm. holding. So now from that point in your life, you're trying to fully understand what that means. Because really, that's the true, that's Christian, that's the Christian journey, is understanding, trying to understand God's love for us, mm-hmm. right? And so that's that's kind of where you're at. Yeah, and I mean, like, don't get me wrong, it's, it's not perfect, I would say, and well, I mean, it's not, like, I have my low moments, but it's it's not in the moment where, like, oh my gosh, I don't believe in God anymore, or I don't sure. like my faith anymore. It's never that. It's more, like, me self, I don't know if you call it self-doubt, but it's, like, I think a lot of people my age struggle with this. It's, like, I'm not good enough to be in church. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. And I... And it's just like a lot of people. I kind of put myself out there as like, and I and I tell them like, yeah, I'm very. I would say I'm a devout Catholic. Yeah. And what, they're like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, well, <laughs> I participate in ministries, or I, I I go to you know church every Sunday, and I'm not perfect, but I mean like I'll miss one Sunday, sure. five Sundays a year, whatever the case sure, is, sure, you know right. what I mean? But it's just like, oh my gosh, you're like there i'm like you must be perfect i was like no 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 i'm not perfect just because i'm religious does not mean i can't have a glass of wine with you it doesn't mean i can't go dancing with you or hang out or what the case is it doesn't mean you judge others exactly right well i think i want to kind of go back to to kind of what you said just a second ago it's not being devout Catholic, and I liked how you said this, so I'm going to add a few words just so it makes sense in my brain, so correct me if I'm wrong. It's not just that you go to Mass when you're supposed to or even when you're not, right? Yeah. It's not just that you participate in the sacraments and the Eucharist and, and reconciliation, all those, but it's also the service part, right? I'm devout Catholic not just because I go and partake, but because I go and I give, and I serve, and you know you're, uh, you know the 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 great word um, that maybe Catholics feel uncomfortable with is that evangelization word, right? Yeah. It's not like you're maybe actively like maybe your Mormon friends were actively, but you are evangelization in your actions. You're evangelizing in your actions and in your words and in your love and care for other yeah, people. Yeah, and that's what I tell people. It's like I'm not ashamed to tell people that I'm Catholic. It's just like. Yeah, I'm Catholic, and I'm here hanging out with you. They're like, mm-hmm. "Wow, you're gonna go to mass tomorrow?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." I'm gonna party until it's six, and then if yeah. I might get ambition to go to mass at nine thirty. Whatever. No, that never happened. But my point is, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna hang out with you guys or whatever. Like, we're not doing anything bad. Mm-hmm. And in their minds, it's like, oh, I'm being very sinful. It's just like we're all sinful people, mm-hmm. you sure. know. And and so I guess I try to be. I don't mean to sound arrogant or egotistical, but it's just like 
I don't want to appear like the example. It's like, look, I'm Catholic and I'm very devout, but I'm here too, and I'm having a good right. time, and I'm drinking with my friends. <laughs> We're not doing anything bad. Right. No. Just no, because I, you're devout does not mean you should be in a Bible study group. Like, don't get me wrong, we should <laughs> and like, not going out exactly, or not having fun. I, I, yeah. I think what I would say is you're devout and you're authentic. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. And I think sometimes... And I have questions, too, mind you. Oh. I, I feel like I ask you a lot of tough questions. <laughs> right, but. you do. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but no, I think that's the, that other side of that coin, though, is that um, our faith is not just how we practice. Our faith is who we are. And that should mold and shape that. And I think it... I guess what I'm trying to say here is it's in our culture... Um, it has it's an accepted practice to compartmentalize your faith. Mm-hmm. In other words, I compartmentalize it to Sundays or Saturdays or whatever day you go to church. I compartmentalize it when I'm with this group of people and then I'm faithful. But this group of people, you know, they would never know that I'm Catholic or never know that I go to church or never know whatever religion, right? And I, I guess what is inspiring me, right? If So today the podcast that I'm, part of today is inspiring me because what I'm hearing you say is my goal in my being devout Catholic is to be authentic across the board, right? Whether I'm out at a bar on a Friday night or Saturday night or whether I'm in mass, it's still, it's truly who I am. I'll challenge that though. Okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of traditional or I would also say Orthodox Catholics that it's just like, I have friends that are gay shocker yeah. you know i was like <laughs> you're 31 yeah I was like, they're, they're, they're my friends and um i don't want people to be like well you're sinning for hanging out with those people it's yeah. just like they're i'm not you're not i was like these are the, i can't judge them for who they are they they're not judging me and if they are shame on them and shame on me whatever the case is right and so, I mean, that's a pretty bold statement to say, but um, I just, I want people to love me and I love them and we're all friends and I feel like that's what our faith has taught us to do, yep. quite frankly. I, I, you're right. Uh, we are called to love. Mm-hmm. And um, if we are to look at Jesus as our you know who we want to be if if this, we want to be like the saints but we really want to be like Jesus right right he uh sat down and ate with the tax collector he i mean he never looked at someone and said i'm sorry no i can't celebrate your birthday with you because you're you know a prostitute or you know what i mean and right. it, he didn't celebrate birthdays but <laughs> he never you know said no so why do we think we have to tell people, no, I can't hang out with you because mm-hmm. you're gay. Or I can't hang out with you because you're, yeah. you know, whatever. It, no, shame on us for, sure. I, I believe, shame on us for thinking that. Yeah. You know, I think what what has happened, and I, I, I'm stealing this. We made fun of Facebook earlier, but I'm stealing this from Facebook now. We... We went from the model, or the model now, I think, and I'm, I'm going to speak for the church universal, is that the, those of us who are in the church, we are 
tr- uh, insisting on this model where if someone comes to the our church, they must first learn how to behave, then they learn how to believe, and then finally we'll let them belong. And the true in the true way, in the way that is supposed to go, right? Someone should come to our church and belong first. They need to belong to the body. Then through that, they learn their belief, right? What they believe and what we believe and how they believe. And then ultimately then, you know, that's where the actions and the behavior changes, right? Um, and, and I think we've reversed that, right? We're, you can be part of us as long as you do exactly what we do. It's not a, at all about do you believe what we do or be a part of us because we're sinners too and we love you and we want to bring you in and we need this community and we, you know, um, we've got it kind of backwards. And so... You got, off, you got that off Facebook? Yeah. Oh. So you learned something. I really like that. Yeah. The whole idea is you should belong first. You belong first. And because you should belong first. Jerry, I'm going to go back. That's your, you, you embodied that model. The belong first. Whatever happened that night in that epiphany, mm-hmm. you and your family, with all your family around your community, and as diverse and... You know, you said you you know had LDS and Catholic there and family something there. You know, at that moment, no, I belong here. Then you went and learned about your faith. You know, you had this great egotistical experience, right? This um, where I know everything now, and then this huge submission moment where you know then it comes into no God, I need to to recognize God's love for me. And that is what has shaped your behavior for the rest of your life. Now, it hasn't made you perfect. It hasn't made me perfect. It hasn't made, I mean, perfection. There ach- is no perfection. Well, we're called to perfection, but, but per- perfection in That's love. Hard. Perfection mm-hmm. in love, mm-hmm. right? And, and not in behavior. I mean, when we perfect our love, the behaviors follow, you know? Um, I'll always give the, you know, I, I, I talk about this whenever, you know, I've talked about it before driving down 17th street right if i'm truly living my life as christ and learning to love you know the ultimate test for me is going down 17th street you know on july you know july 8th at 5 30 in the afternoon right when it's hot out and the air conditioner is blown and the sun's beating and off work and everyone else is off at work i mean how many f-bombs am i dropping in the car when i'm all by myself right versus you know am i responding in love when no one else is around i love how the parking lot conversation always comes up when it comes to our catholic faith <laughs> the our, our parking lot conversation yeah you know or i mean you know people try and get out of the parking lot and they mm-hmm. say like the off mm-hmm. bomb or like yeah. come on man <laughs> yeah but, right right <laughs> like yeah the driving uh, yeah but yeah. no that's an uh jerry that's inspirational um that's an ins that's inspirational today Thank you. You know, I just, um, I'll go progress a little bit. And um, I did orientation at Utah State, great university. And quite frankly, I just felt I was going from one small Mormon town to another small Mormon (laughs) town. Institutionalized, right? And I just like, you know, I just need something a little bit different. And I'm not criticizing it by any means. I'm just like, I just... I just felt like I was needed something for change. And so I went to Boise State. <laughs> much different. Much different. Like quite like I know it's in the same state. 
like i'm not even joking like it was a culture shock for mm-hmm. me like people smoking everywhere <laughs> um there's like more than one black person yeah. there's like you know like people that are like muslim sure. there's people that are gay there and yeah. so like, i remember even at my orientation Again, one of the coolest memories I have about my orientation is like 2008 Olympics. You know, we're watching Michael Phelps do his thing yeah. on there, and we're we're all around the TV in the rec room, and it was just like the coolest thing I've ever experienced. Anyway, I was there, and then me and this one guy, um, I can't remember his name. That's right. I haven't kept touch with him, but I was just like, he was very. Like his lifestyle is very much a homosexual lifestyle, mm-hmm. and people just said like, "Jerry, did you and him come here together?" And he's like, "From another night out or something like that." And it's just like, "No, we just met like two hours ago, but like we our friendship, or we just bonded and mm-hmm. we clicked." And you know, like you just meet people yep. like that, and um, and that always feels so good it when you does. find someone. Mm-hmm. It was like sincere and authentic, sure. and yeah. like, and I was just like, "This guy is like the coolest guy ever," and. And he's just like, well, Jerry, I feel like an outsider because of this or whatever. Like, we just bonded. And he, I, I can't remember his name. Like, uh, we didn't have any classes together or anything like that. We just met at orientation. And Facebook wasn't, there, no. you know, what as, as, as big as it is. Or we didn't have cell phones. Sure. As, you know. And MySpace was just for music. So Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and and so I, I'm kind of bummed I can't, didn't uh, keep in touch with him. Although I did remember that. I told my friends, these are the same group of gals that I actually love. They're like, guys, I just met this really cool gay guy. And they're like, oh, that's cool, whatever. But then, like, <laughs> you know, in the letter, like, Jerry, or they say Yeti, like, Yeti, don't go gay. And I was just like, it's not contagious, <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and then you're, yeah, yeah oh I was like, I, I mean, pro- that's just like how, like, like, this is what I'm talking about, the culture shock. And, they didn't know better. And, I mean, I'm not trying to defend them, but I'm just like, yeah, they didn't know better. And, Anyway, times are different. Mm-hmm. Times are oh, absolutely different. If you were to go back to you know the late '80s in a in a small town like we grew up in, yeah, th- yeah, it, it was just well. Let's let's give a real example in the late '80s in the small town we were in. That's when HIV and AIDS hit. Yeah, as I say, and that, that went. Like and I re- I'll Johnson never remember sitting era. in. Uh, this is true. Remember, we sat in the gym. Oh yeah. At Buffalo High School, and they literally told us, "Be careful." About going to public restrooms. Yes, and just on kissing. Oh, and yeah. kissing and kissing and I mean, and, just this was yeah. this was the talk, right? Don't go when you use uh, public restrooms. You need to, you know, cleanse and because you can get it off whatever. a toilet seat. I mean, this was the this was what we were getting told. And I appreciate you bringing that up because I remembered um, again in the Spanish speaking Spanish speaking community in Boise. Again, I was like. 20 so it had been like 2010 some of the leaders were like yeah you can even get AIDS in the bathroom and it's like no you can't and so it's just like I'm trying Mm -hmm. to advocate like people should be become more educated on that yes right in all aspects not just communities or language barriers or whatever but um it is scary how little we how the lack of I don't know Education, like that kind of education, just naive almost. But you don't go to school to learn that necessarily, but you learn it somehow. You learn how HIV spreads, or how you get Corona, or you know what I mean. You learn these things, and there is such a giant hole 
of misinformation and lack of information. All these people don't know anything. Like, they don't know... They don't know the truth. And I don't know how to give them the truth, right? On Facebook? I mean, I keep thinking, is that where you put the truth and hope that somebody on Facebook learns it? Um, The newspaper? Do you put it in the newspaper? Well, nobody reads the newspaper anymore. Like, I'm not sure where... You can put out the truth and have somebody pick it so, up. So, so I, 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 think going back to kind of you know you brought up you brought up the term orthodox, orthodox Catholic or yeah. conservative Catholic, and you know I, I'm having concerns myself that you know the church is getting more and more polarized. But then that would not, but that doesn't make the church unique. I think our society obviously is getting more yeah. polarized, yeah. and so then it would make sense that our church is getting more polarized. So. You know, we we have a unique um, opportunity ahead of us as church um, to to set the example about what it means uh, to love someone and care for someone, um, even though you know lifestyles, beliefs, opinions, political parties are different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that takes a challenge. That takes. And Christina talked about this, and you, you already talked about this, right? We can't just say we're going to be civil or kind, civil to someone. Or non-judgmental. Or non-judgmental, but we also have to dis- to evidence that in our behaviors. And so, you know, I think in one way I'm worried about the, ch- the, the polarization of our society and our church, but in another way I think what a heck of an opportunity we have um, to model what it means to, to love someone and to care for someone um, and not put the emphasis on, you know, you got to behave like me or I cannot, or you cannot belong with me. So I, you know, you know, when, gotta, and, you and I, know this, I, I, I wish I can agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Like, okay. obviously, of course I want that. Obviously, you know, like <laughs> you think I mean a little pie, Pollyanna, little pie in the no, sky. Maybe. I, I go to Spanish speaking mass. Yeah. Yeah. You go to English speaking mass. Right. I don't like saying like there's an Anglo culture and there's a Hispanic culture. That's okay. I hate saying that. But it's kind of true. I get that. But it's <laughs> like um, Hispanic is a made up term by the census. Sure, right. And it's like, well, the Mexican culture. I was like, well, there's not just Mexicans. Right. There's so, other. You got this so I just mm-hmm. like, I go to the Spanish speaking mass. There you go. Okay. And then there's an English speaking community because there's also a. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, Germans mm-hmm. or Americans, whatever, English, Americans, oh, and whatever by the, the way, case is. A lot of Latinas come to this English-speaking mass, too, by the way. Exactly. And so that's what I was going to touch on. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to touch on. It's like, okay, that's cool. But it's just like I empathize with our Spanish-speaking parents, community, and the kids and where they come from. I'm very privileged and fortunate that my parents could afford to, you know, I go to ICYC, whatever sure. the case is, which I never did. But I'm just like, I was very fortunate on that aspect where it's just like, I just feel like some people of that community that are like, get a little judgmental. And it's just like, well, if you bring your kids to the mass, you might be, you know, that we might have more priests in the church. And it's just like, hold on. Are you How saying you know? this is in the Spanish speaking or both or both the, cultures? I would say like there uh, what you're saying there's Spanish speaking community members mm-hmm. that go to English mass that criticize the 
Spanish speaking community oh. and it's like, well, you should bring your kids oh. to mass more. And it's just like, oh. well, you don't know because you don't come to Spanish speaking mass. Yeah. I know you mentioned Our Lady of Knock early, earlier. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to way progress on this. But when I went to Ireland, yeah. um, I had a hellacious time getting there. I went through United and they kind of like screwed sure. up my flight and sure. I'm at work and I'm like, Hey, you need to check in 24 hours. I was like, or like you're leaving in like 10 hours. Like, wait, what? You know, it's like, <laughs> it freaked me out. And, um, the flight got screwed up. I, I felt like I was in the same clothes for three days, oh. but we flew into Shannon. I flew into Shannon. Yeah. And, um, you know, we did the, the, places on the west coast of ireland and i was pretty tired and cranky and all that kind of stuff and i was super fortunate to see uh the cliffs of mohair yeah right absolutely wonderful and it was a clear day that's yeah. usually what they're very foggy in that area and i was very fortunate that i was i did all the touristy stuff i went mm-hmm. to dublin did the jameson tour the oh, guinness yeah. tour oh, yeah, 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 yeah. i went to st patrick's which is not a catholic church anymore yeah. um i did these like they they had us do like this little walk through the iron dublin to go there these tiny little churches it was just the coolest thing ever um and our lady of knock was not on the schedule and by some miracle it just became on our schedule and and then they're like, do you guys want to go to Knock or do you want to go to like a sail town? I can't remember, somewhere in southern southern Ireland. And Ireland is as big as Idaho. Right. So when they're like, oh, this is three hours away, this is like way far. I was like, that's like here to Jackson. You know what I mean? That's nothing to us. Anyway, Jackson's not that far. But my point is like, it's not that far. And I, we're like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Our Lady of Knock. I'm like, what is Our Lady of Knock? <laughs> like, knock, like, like K-N-O-K, or what's going on? Like, knock. Yeah, I was like, okay. So I did the, there was mass. They had mass every, like, 30 minutes because. Sure. So many it was, people. It was actually, yeah. like, the 100-year anniversary sure. it was. I, I mean, like. Yeah. And the Pope was going to come yep. there, like, two days. So yeah. we were there the last day before the Pope was coming. And. Again, I just it just blew my mind. It was just like, why? Well, so I read up on the story, went to the basilica. And the basilica is beautiful, right. and all this kind of stuff. There's, you know, all these kinds of priests there to do confession, which is confession is probably one of my absolute favorite um, gifts of our, that sure. our church gives us. You know, I didn't do confession that day, but anyway, um, I I just remember doing the mass and the basilica and the praying and the cards and all this kind of stuff that I was just like. I look back at it, it's like, there was like, what was like the greatest thing about Ireland? And I saw a lot of cool things, the the house of something and all these beautiful little hikes that we did. And it's just like, you know, knock. it was Our Lady of Knock. Yeah. And I was just like, yes. you don't understand. It's like how special that was. And I, I just, I can't even put it in words. Like I would say that was my first apparition I've been to. Yeah. I haven't been to Our Lady while we've been in Mexico City. Yeah. And I was just like, guys, you have no idea. Yeah. I know that's super random at the end. No, no, no. I mentioned Our Lady of Knock. I was like, I got to mention her. It's definitely a a place Jay and I want to go. It's on our list. Yeah. And we have a a friend friend who is a priest there. Oh, fun. And they have like fountains with like holy water that comes out all the time. So I put like, like, I chug this 
bottle of water shocker but i mean i chalk it i am did they and i go up there and i fill it up and to this day it's still full and because yeah. i Aww. haven't really right now what do you do with it right now we yeah. do that special. well you bless you yourself right i try right. to or like i right. remember there's a couple you. couple years ago when katie candelino and rob candelino oh. i can't remember i think they were blessing their son their, their baptism for their yeah. son and they're like oh this is the baptismal of the mom and this is from oh, a lady of Adam and we're like everybody's like oh. I was like now there's a there's a thinker you oh, know so you're saving oh, yeah, exactly. that's go. smart smart girl like, I well, hadn't thought of that well Jerry I want to we, we need to wrap it up but yeah. I, I gotta tell you I um thank you this was yeah, a, this was fun. a this fantastic fun. conversation we do this more often. and we had a point I, we, we came to a, a point that never happened. So, oh, well, wow. it does happen, but it I happens, mean, just... it, it, it was unintentional. So that was fantastic. So. I love it. So with that being said, thank you, Jerry. And yes. um, thank you to our listeners for listening to the show and be sure to check us out and to share us and to give us feedback. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the best way to reach us, of course, is on our Insta page. Uh, y- yes. And on our email. Our email. The, the three things podcast. At Gmail. At Gmail. All spelled out. All right. Yes. Email us. I just gotta know, was three things podcast already taken? Yeah, or, of oh, course it was. Of course. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember you saying that the three things. Like, I, yeah, I had to spell it all out. One of them's got an underscore in it. But anyway, <laughs> thank you, Jerry. Yeah, no, thank you guys. This was awesome. Thank yes. You. Bye.